welcome to the Boss Mommy podcast series. Today we have Miss Mariah Jackson out of Philadelphia. Today's topic is how I turn my blog into my business. Um, so she will be sharing how you can start a blog and really make some money um, behind it. Okay, ladies, let's get started. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you for joining in and listening to us today. Um, my name is Mariah. A lot of people know me by MJ. I go by either or. I am the creator of HeyBlackGirl.com, which is my kind of more so like personal lifestyle blog. Um, what I do and why I created HeyBlackGirl.com was more so just because I felt like there was a need to see more, more images of like black female entrepreneurs in society. Um, that expanded outside of like the basketball wives and you know the rappers girlfriends things like that you know the Instagram models so I just wanted there to be more images of things that you know us black women can be and so that's originally why I started it Um, I'm from Philadelphia so I'm from a big city you know there's a lot of different you know movers and shakers from this city a lot of people who come to this city and too you know I just feel like Um, Philadelphia definitely needed it because we do have a lot of women that are like entrepreneurs but it's kind of like very cliquish I would say so like I'm trying to open up able to provide like a more so safe place for like people who are just getting started who may not you know have a million and one followers who may only have like a hundred or two hundred kind of to give them that motivation like you're just starting off you know, keep doing these things, you know, you can follow these people, you can take advice from what they've learned, and you can build your your business and your brand from there. That is awesome. That is awesome. And yes, so that is so good. Because when I was starting my business, the mommypreneur company, I was looking for like images of like black families or like black moms. Like if you go on Google and type in moms and babies, like no black women pop up. And I was just so exactly yes, I was just amazed, like wow, and you know nobody never really probably take the time to like Google little stuff like that, but that like really did something to me, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute, we need somebody creating some content for us African Americans because it's a lot of dope mom and babies, mompreneurs, you know, stay at home who running their business. But yes, I feel you on that because if you type in Google, we never pop up. You got to keep scrolling, keep scrolling. So I support the Hey Black Girl movement 100% because that is awesome. Yes, thank you. Yeah, too. Like if you try to type in like female professional, you're probably not going to see a black woman come up too thinking about it because there's been times like I've tried to find like stock images for certain things and it's so hard to find different categories like you really have even in putting in black working woman you want you're gonna get like a white woman in a black suit (laughs) like that's gonna be the result right we definitely need more of us out there like that image to be shown because we are we are in the working world like we are accounting for a lot of these corporate 500 companies you know we i think um, um have the highest percentage of starting businesses 
you know, we're at the top as far as graduating from college goes. So we are out here moving and, you know, we definitely need to change the, you know, the tone of what black women are set up as in the media. Yes, yes, I totally agree. I totally agree. So that's good that you started this movement. This is dope. So yes, I'm behind it all the way. So the next question is, and you kind of touched on it a little bit, but just explain what a blogger, so for people don't know, you know, people hear that word blogger um, all the time. What is a blogger and how do you make money from blogging? Um, so I think when people hear blogger, because of the way like this, like everything is now, they think of YouTube and for me, what a blogger is, is I would define a blogger as someone who uses writing to convey their story or their opinions or their views on a written platform. Now, I don't have anything against YouTubers or vloggers, which is video bloggers. Um, I'm just like really camera shy. So I like I can't get in front. Of, you know. I, I, I'm the worst in front of a camera, but I do respect the people who can do it. Some people are stronger talking than they are writing. For me, writing just happens to be more so my strong point. My views across um, clear and concisely without there being like any interruptions. I can kind of keep myself on track. Um, but bloggers, I would say we tell our story through words written and you know video bloggers they do the same exact thing they just do it on camera um both are really really uh emerging fields right now because you know we're taking over like you know becoming influencers as far as like fashion and cultural stuff goes um you know people are paying bloggers now because not as many kids or like millennials are really watching tv as much as they used to we're not reading magazines like they used to all the kids now are on youtube so you know to kind of go with the times bloggers are becoming like the new um, models per se for me the like i love blogging because it allows creatives to make money in so many different ways so there are like a million and one different ways that you can make money as a blogger. Um, some of them being like with just your traffic to your websites or your YouTube channels. Um, you get advertisements around with before, but I haven't really. It doesn't like give me the image that I like when I put up this the ad so I kind of steered away from it I'm definitely going to try it again in the future but advertisements um, sponsorships this is when like companies will pay you to promote their products um, you can get paid through speaking events like you know if you get invited to an event of course you do have to have a big enough following like I would say you're not going to start seeing like big brands reach out to you until you're like at least in like the 5,000 range as far as followers go. But keep in mind, the number of followers doesn't really equate to like your value in terms of if people are going to buy. So you can be someone that has 15,000 followers 
And when you post a product, nobody cares what you're posting. It's just like, oh, you take cute pictures. I like that picture, but you're not necessarily going out and buying the product. So for me, like, that's what I do. I I review products. Like, I will give you a full-on review. I'll give you the cost, where to find it, how it worked for me, if I liked it, if I didn't like it. I'm And I'm very objective about it, which is why I think a lot of brands like working with me because I'll give you the real deal. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, this is great, and then come to find out it made my hair fall out. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Um, so, yeah, advertisements, um, the sponsorships, events, you can kind of also, too, you can really just leverage, like, whatever you're good at. For me, I am on Instagram all the time, and I don't mind being on Instagram all the time. So what I started doing um, after I quit my full-time job was in order to supplement my income in terms of blogging, I started doing social media management. So, you know, I use something that I'm comfortable with, I know all about. You know, of course, I'm always continuously learning different facets of Instagram and how to use them for business and marketing. But I took that and I have a marketing background. I went to the Fashion Institute of Technology. I graduated with my degree in advertising and marketing. So I come from a marketing background and I just was like, well, hey, let me just do like, let me use that degree and and turn it into something that I can make money off of for myself as opposed to working for somebody else but I like in this day and age you can whatever you're good at you can make money off of it because there's somebody somewhere out there that needs your services that needs you to do something that only you can do so as far as being a blogger there's a lot of different ways that you can make money you kind of just have to figure out what you're good at and you know perfect it and then you can not only write, but also, too, you can, you know, do other things on the side that will help bring your income in until your blog is actually making enough money for you to, you know, pay for your lifestyle. Got it. Perfect. That's awesome, girl. Now, let's go back a little bit, because when you talk about the YouTube blogging, my son, he's 11 years old and he stay like he don't watch TV. Of course, he's on YouTube watching other people have fun and help making them millionaires. And I was like. You is about to get your own camera and start your own blog because every time you click their link, you're helping put money in their pocket. Exactly. Yep. And I and we never like I'm 25 and I know when I was 11, 12, I was playing with Barbies. We didn't have tablets and iPads and phones where you could just you know click. And even now, it's so weird. Kids don't even play with the toys. They just watch other kids review the toys and watch the other kids play with it. Like, I don't get it. But (laughs) like, I'm like, that's why Toys R Us went out of business. Like, yeah, (laughs) they were watching this one kid or these five kids play with this toy, but wasn't nobody going out and buying it. And I think that's what, you know, that's something big about blogging too, is if you're going to be doing um, products, reviews, or you're going to be, you know, featuring products, then, you have to be targeting to your demographic where it can produce sales because otherwise it's just basically the new form of TV, but you're paying for the content, you're paying for, you know, the styling, you're paying for the lights, you're paying for the equipment. You're not getting anything from this, but maybe, you know, a couple dollars from your advertisements, but you also too got to 
you know, keep making money because who knows how long this YouTube thing is going to be going on. Right. Yes. Okay. So the next question is, what field were you in before you started blogging? And what was your breaking point to make you say, look, I can't do this no more. I'm ready to just go in business for myself. Um. So I recently quit my full-time job before I went into blogging full-time and um, becoming an entrepreneur full-time I was working for a cable company in their call center so I was doing like sales and um, customer service and my breaking point honestly I remember the day I quit too I quit on um, May 28th so it was this past Memorial Day so where where do we in July so it was only like um, a little over two months ago Um, but my breaking point I just was so depressed going into that job every day and I'm not gonna lie like that was probably the best paying not even probably that was the best paying job that I have had in my 10 years of work history like from working as a teenager up until now that job gave me the best salary that I have ever gotten and I quit so yeah like I'm making money that people who you know, are in their master's programs aren't even making. And I just was like, I can't do this anymore. And it basically was just like, over time, just feeling undervalued at the company, underappreciated. It was like, you know, we were workers. We weren't people with lives and, you know, emotional needs. And, you know, you couldn't have, you know, you had to, get forced over time and you you know if you had kids which I don't but you know people around me you don't you can't you know be there for your kids because oh you have to come in early and you have to stay late it was kind of just like a a negative toxic environment and people who have been there for like 10 15 20 years like just complain every single day and one day I just was like I don't want to be here for 10 years complaining about stuff that I was complaining about in year two and also too why am I fighting so hard to make some rich man that I've never even met more and more millions and millions of dollars but I can't even I can't even get enough you know vacation time to spend a week with my family without there being like hurdles that I have to jump over. So I kind of just was like, you know what, if I'm going to be working this hard and I'm going to be putting 10 hours a day, plus getting to and from work 10 to 11 hours a day for some company, that company needs to be mine. So yeah, like one, one morning I just was like, I can't do it. And Leading up to that, too, I was having, like, problems sleeping. I was having really bad anxiety. Like, I was having chest pains. It was all the signs of you need to get out. And I had no plan. I had no plan whatsoever. I kind of just was like, I sent the email. And as soon as I sent the email, I'm like, oh, crap, what did I just do? And then I got a response from the manager maybe two minutes later. And it was kind of just like, okay, well, thank you for your time. Good luck. And I was just like, oh, right. You're not even going to ask, like, am I okay? Like, do I want to talk about it? Since it wasn't like 
formal because we didn't really have a human resources department. Like, I feel like he could have, like, if they really cared, he would have been like, are you sure? Like, can you come in? Can we, you know, what's going on? It was just like, okay, bye, see you later. And I was like, it, like I wasn't wrong for quitting. And honestly, since I've quit, I have not had any of those, like, problems that I've had before. I sleep like a rock. No more chest pains. I don't feel anxiety. But honestly, too, I, I just trusted God got me. I've said since quitting, I've kind of just been more God has got me. Like, I'm not stressed about anything because I know I put my faith into God and you know things are gonna happen for me so as long as I put in that work and I'm not lazy about it and I have my faith then I'm good and I've I've seen great things come from it and I haven't regretted quitting my job a single day wow that's awesome so this is probably going to be really really helpful for some of the moms um, that listen to my podcast and then follow me because I get a lot of questions asked like, okay, when is a good time to quit my job? You know, they, you know, they tired of working. I, they don't want to do it. They trying to start a business, but they just don't know when the right time. And me, honestly, you know, that's something that I can't get. I can't give you the answer to that. You just have to exactly other people like you don't have kids in a family, but it's a lot of moms who do, you know, they have kids, they have a family. They don't know how they're going to pay their bills. But I have been in that place, too, where I was just like, look, I can't do it no more. I don't even care. Exactly. Once I let God took over, it just, everything just went work. It went good. So I just feel like when it's the time, right time, you kind of know, like, okay. Exactly. The right time. Yeah. Because nobody can tell you when you're ready. Honestly, it is a feeling. Like, when you just are done is like it's like a bad relationship you've put up with it for so long and you've made excuses as and then one day you just wake up and you leave like without any hesitation no looking back but yeah I feel like you have to have a strong faith because without it you are gonna drive yourself crazy and then you're gonna end up throwing yourself back into another job that you don't want to be in you got to have your faith and you just you just have to know like nobody else can tell you when the time to quit is it's like when you're ready you're gonna get that kick in the butt from god like okay i got you trust me and then you know you'll be on your way to full-time entrepreneurship yes yes so that leads us right into the next question so like what is three hard things about being an entrepreneur because I know a lot of women who are scared to kind of step out on their faith um they see Instagram they see it look easy it look good people making money but then and again I don't feel like a lot of women and business women are letting people know like okay it look easy but it is hard running a business so what is three things that you feel like is hard about running and being an entrepreneur basically well um like you say you know that fear of quitting something that's that you know is there like you know you're getting that paycheck every two weeks or every week or you know however you get paid that fear of that consistency and that stability is probably the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur because you've really got to be out here hustling like when you are a full-time business owner you are working more than eight hours a day I think I work 
a lot I, I would say like maybe 11 or 12 hours a day but I'm doing it at my own pace and at my own time and I can take a break I can stop I could go for a walk like things like that um but yeah that fear of just leaving that consistency and that stability that's the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur because you you probably won't reap the benefits from all of your work for you know for some time um also too uh I would say like your the perception of things like you said you know Instagram makes it look easy really not like you really have to be a self-starter you have to be a self-motivator because you don't have that if I don't go to work then I'm gonna get fired you know type of way of thinking anymore it's kind of like a if I don't go to work then I don't eat but then you kind of just you know if you're a procrastinator which I am you kind of just keep putting things off and off and off and then it's like oh snap Uh, the electric bill is due tomorrow I don't have no money. Like, how am I going to make this work? So, um, fear, their perception of things and being the, you know, being the self starter, I would say are the three hardest things for me. Um, also too, you know what? I'll throw in there too, because I would say fear being the self starter and then time management, like you have to be your boss your worker your assistant like you have to be every single thing if you can't afford to hire people to help you which nobody can in the beginning so you just got to be ready to have your hand and hands in different pots all at the same time like you have to be able to manage yourself and manage your time efficiently enough so that you can reap the benefits of that work too got it yes 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 those were awesome Okay, and another question I'll just want to throw in. So, Tim, would you agree that it's important to attend women's conference and seminars? I got a couple questions this week asking why, because um, I went live and I made a comment that going to women um, conference and seminars is like a plus. That's something that you need to do. So, would you agree? And before you answer that, I just want to let the um, listeners know that that's where I met you at. And my <laughs> yes <laughs> I met you at a women's conference in Atlanta um the ladies who brunch and I feel like networking is key what I try to explain to women and ladies networking is key it's not about you know going for the experience or anything it's about networking and meeting people and making connections so because I met you now I have you as a guest on my podcast so we're building making a connection right and making building a relationship so would you agree and what is your input about attendance um seminars and women conference i absolutely 100 percent agree that it is important to attend these conferences number one being networking you can't do anything if nobody knows you how are you going to make a, do- a single dollar if nobody knows who you are or who your business is and the cheapest way to do that if you can't buy a billboard you can't get a commercial you know you're on instagram but you're competing with a billion and one people you know that's the best way to start getting your brand out there your business out there is by going to these networking events women's networking events and women empowerment events um particularly i like 
because there's women there and my demographic is women. So what other better way to build not only my following, but also to make different connections. And especially if I'm someone who talks about women entrepreneurs, why wouldn't I want to go to something that there's nothing but women entrepreneurs at now? I know there has been like controversy before and I wrote a blog about it because I feel like women's empowerment in 2017 was a trend and like left and right you were turning it was people having women's empowerment brunches and women's empowerment luncheons and women's empowerment conferences but it was kind of just like okay, well, I'm going to go get some mimosas and some brunch and, you know, then I'm going to listen to people talk and I'm going to be out. But, like, you have to make these events worth your while. If you go to an event, and I always tell people, if you're going to go to an event, I suggest you going by yourself. If it's a networking event, I suggest you going by yourself because when you're with a friend or you're with a group of people, you tend to latch on to them. Like, people move in herds. So, if you know people who are at an event, you're going to lean towards them more. Like, it's going to force you to not really go out and talk to people because, oh, you have this person that you know you can talk with, you know, you can talk about the event with, but you're not opening yourself up to meeting new people. No, in the Women's Empowerment event, I went to with somebody that I know, but we made it so that we really weren't with each other during the conference. Like we were able to separate and, you know, come back, check on each other. And then we went our separate ways again. So I feel like you have to be able to go to these events by yourself and just be open because if you go in with this closed minded perception of, Oh, this is just another, you know, networking event, then you're not going to get that positive looking for you're not gonna meet those people I would say too like besides you I feel like I made at least 10 strong business connections while I was at the conference so now like it's it's like a a game of I don't know something that gambles I don't gamble but it's like girl play you can my chest that's all I can say that's why I'm like, what? What is it like? What's something with a ratio? Like, if you if you throw a piece of paper into a trash can twenty times, you only gonna make about five of those shots. Just like that's just the chances. Like, but you make those shots, and then you connect with those people, and you have to be consistent too. Rather, it's just a, hey girl, how you doing? You know, just catching up with you, seeing what's new. Are you working on anything? You know, anything you want me to repost for you? Be personable because if you just go to a networking event and you pass out your business card, okay, who are you? Like, I got 25 business cards when I came home. And I was like, I don't even remember. Like, if you just handed me your card and, you know, that was it, then I I probably didn't contact you because... You just didn't stick with me, but there were people who either I contacted them and they contacted me right away or vice versa. Like they contacted me and then, you know, I responded right away. But you have to put in that effort. You can't just go pass out a business card and expect yourselves to be popping the next day. Like you have to put in that work and women, we really have to stick together. Like we have to be the ones to empower each other because nobody else is doing it for us. You know, 
why not go to these events, meet new people? Even if you just meet one or two people, your first event, your second event, you now know one or two more people than you knew the day before. And if that person can help you or motivate you or be an accountability partner or give you any piece of information, then that's more than what you knew the day before. So it's always benefit in these events. You just have to put the work in to get that benefit out of it. I was Yes, that is awesome. Yes. So I just had to throw that in there because we just talked about that this week on my live. And people really women really we reconsider. And I know a lot of women because women can be like catty and women can be not you know mm-hmm. it's hard to network with women. And then especially like click clicky yeah because women are so clicky and like going by yourself that was a good comment you made because I went by myself and I'm a little shy I'm not real I'm a people person but it's kind of hard I'm not that like I don't know some people just got it like they can just walk up to people and they yeah. can just like make conversation and they just have it so I don't consider myself to be that person but I did go by myself and I think it was definitely better that way because I didn't have a choice but to just go right. to everybody like whoever I felt like was just looking like, I was like hey how you doing I'm scared you know nice to meet you you gotta do that so that was a good comment you made but I know a lot of women fear that they fear going places especially like that where it's a lot of women by themselves but you gotta step out that comfort zone and just do it because yeah Listen. like you said it was so yeah. worth it like I got so many connections and made so many contacts and built so many relationships it's amazing so and just like okay I can imagine if I was actually selling like services for like week. Mm-hmm. so the women that I made connections with if they bought my products because I'm built you know built that relationship that would have paid for whatever I spent at the conference so a lot of times gotta look at that too like they don't want to spend money oh a hundred dollars that's too much three hundred dollars that's too much but listen it's worth it definitely yeah that's why i said if yeah there were a lot of people there who had products Mm -hmm. to sell like boutiques um skincare hair care things like that if you pay for what was the ticket maybe what was the tickets like a hundred dollars 150 something like that plus your stay you know once you've made those genuine connections and you, you know, you brought your products with you out. One person who, who really stuck out to me and she, she's a blogger. She doesn't even, you know, have any products as far as I know that she sells. She just had her promotional products was, um, her name is Brunch Nista on Instagram. And she had these bag clips that you stuck to the tables. So like, you know, if you go to a bar or something and you is no hook for your purse, she had these little clips with her logo wow. on there and she's giving them out for free. Like just giving them out, like boom, marketing. How many people you think follow her after that? Girl, you didn't gave me somewhere to put my exactly. purse. You spending three hundred to you know, sometimes twelve hundred dollars on a purse. Um, you better not slip that purse on the floor, bam, she she got you. And now every time you throw you pick up your purse, throw it back in your bag, and then you're going. I missed out on the bag hanger, but she was so nice. She gave me a mug. I drink out of that mug every single day. Every morning I'm drinking my tea in it. So, like, you can't you can't even, you know, just say, like, oh, it's, you know, this is too much or whatever. Like, I understand. People are on a budget. So don't go to every single networking event. And also, too, look up free networking events. If you're on Eventbrite, 
you'll find that it's some free events in your city. You'll find that there's cheaper events, like not necessarily do you have to spend $50 for a brunch, but maybe you could spend $10 for a mixer Mm -hmm. or, you know, $15 for like an after work happy hour type of thing where there's usually an open bar that you can go to and, you know, just start talking to people, but just be open. And that fear, I'm telling you, Fear is going to set you back. You cannot be an entrepreneur and be scared. Like, if you are scared or you say, oh, I'm like, I'm scared to go to something by myself or I'm scared to start this business is not for you because every day is different. And you have to just trust that every single day that you get up and work that you're going to receive the benefits from it you're going to get those sales. You're going to, you know, make your profit. You're going to get this exposure. You just have to put that work in. But when you said that, that fear of just, you know, stepping out it is really going to set you back. So just can't be scared. Right. Yes. Yes. So yes, Mariah, I really appreciate this conversation. I appreciate you taking the time out to let people know what you're doing about being a blogger. So could you please let people know how to find you if they want to network with you, connect with you, where they can find you at on social sites? Oh, yes. So I'm mainly on Instagram. Uh, My Instagram is HeyBlackGirl. So that's Hey, B-L-K, girl. Um, That's on Instagram. Facebook, too, is the same thing. I have a Twitter, but I don't get on there. I probably haven't logged in there in like weeks. Um, but that's is all the same thing. Hey, black girl. Um, you can also email me too if you aren't really that active on social media and you're trying to become. I like I said, I do do social media management. So for anyone who's interested, you can also email me, and my email is my first name Mariah. It's M Y R I A H period. Um, Wait, is there a period? Nope, it's just my first name at heyblackgirl.com. Um, but yeah, Instagram is probably the best way to reach me or email. And then, you know, just connect. Say you listen to the podcast or if you just want to send a DM telling, asking any questions. I I answer questions like is nothing. Like if you have any questions, I'll give you the information that you need. Um, I just help somebody pick out like what, platform they were putting their blog on because I personally use Squarespace but you know Squarespace isn't for everybody because there are fees with it so you know you we just kind of went through that and that was free so if I can give you free if somebody's going to give you free information I'm telling you ma'am you might as well exactly yes yes okay well thank you so much and I will be talking to you soon Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm gonna I'm gonna look out for your texts, your DMs. But um yeah, thanks for connecting with me too at the event. Yes, no problem. Duties, but um thank you everybody for tuning in and listening. All right, thank you. Okay. All right, talk to you soon.